Hey, it's Beth here. Okay, it's episode 328. It's happened. It's the Home and Bathrobe magazine, the legendary May edition. Highly anticipated. I'm double checking that this month because it's going to be on time. want to make sure you're not highly anticipating it because it's late. This one is great. The introduction, hi. That's part of it. Table of contents, no. We don't do it. We don't need it. But horoscope, yes. This month, it's the horoscopes for the curmudgeons, which we all have a little bit of if we are in the right age group that I think we're in. Okay, the first one, the winner of the curmudgeon contest, and I'm sorry about this, is cancer. That's me. Cancers do not have intentions of being complainers. They just have so much going on inside of their heads that their emotions get the better of them and it's always the wrong emotions. I think Kit could tell you that one's true. Otherwise, the results of pent-up frustration could be disastrous if we don't let it out in little jibs and drabs like whining. Whining is a great way to get out your anger. So I recommend it for all the cancers out there. Scorpio is the second biggest complainer. This is Kit. Ha ha ha. We got together. I win. Okay. Scorpios do not mean to complain that much. It just happens. Their knack for being brutally honest and their passion to be perfect is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> That's good. Scorpios are determined. And when something does not go their way, they get very upset about it. Shut up, Scorpios. That's what it says. Sagittarius. They're a bit of a curmudgeon. But on the other hand, they're optimistic and spontaneous. So they spend a lot of time suffering from whiplash. This is a very difficult sign to be in. Negativity doesn't cloud them, but they do not seem to have the filter for bad times. They just become stunned and they can't move. That's rough. I mean, I've seen that. You got to just keep moving. Just you're, you're in hell. So just keep moving. That's what I say to Sagittarius. Aquarius. Aquarius is a sign who runs from emotional expression. One of the ways they do that is by complaining. <laughs> to them, they would rather complain than say what is what is really going on in their heart. I don't understand that. I'll keep reading. They also use complaining as a way to get their intellectual viewpoints out. Complaining about how today's government is run or how the gas station operator looks, things like that. That's how Aquarius complains by whining. They express their emotions by whining. That's good. There's a lot of whining going on. Um, whining is not loud, so I don't really mind. Okay, so those are the ones. Everybody else is not a complainer. All you other signs, you win, take the month off, you're perfect. Okay, now we'll move on to some really interesting things. Okay, like summer fashion for seniors. I looked all over the internet. I bought magazines. I did everything. Tried to find a Sears robot catalog. They stopped making it 40 years ago. Didn't stop me. I was on a roll. Okay. Everyone, when they say summer fashion for seniors, they use the word tunic way too much. T-U-N-I-C, way too much. I say, wear what you want. I've been looking around. Wear what you want. Everyone else is wearing what they want, even with the masks off even when you can figure out who they are. They're still wearing all these crazy clothes, like moms have tattoos, brides have tattoos. Okay, 
what's a little crepey skin when, when all of this is in consideration? Men have buns. And I don't mean like uh, they're building up their muscles. I mean a hair bun. All right? And we're going to get all upset about a little, uh, a little arm bingo, a little, a little droopiness in the arm when all this is going on. Dogs are wearing tutus, dresses, uh, cowboy outfits. What are we so upset about? Let's be ourselves. We'll blend. It's a mess out there. Forget it. If we didn't have crepey skin, we'd be perfect. Nobody would like that. Wear whatever you want. Go sleeveless. Live it up. Just live it up. But beauty, the beauty section of this magazine this month is so upsetting because see, I have, I have this little group that I meet with and there's four of us all together. Two of us are in our forties. Okay. The group is, I'm going to cry. The group is designed because, um, we've all lost a child. Okay. We've been together for years. I've been in group therapy about this for years. I'm going to do a podcast on bread as soon as I can not cry. I want to say something, but in the meantime, I meet with these people outside of our group therapy. Okay. And I love them and we have a great time. Yesterday they gave me an intervention. I was like, Whoa, it hit me broadsided. I was not prepared. The other one of us is 72 and she kept her mouth shut. She didn't help me. This is what it was about. These young, beautiful girls said to me, you've got to go to your hairdresser. You've got to. They said, you should see what you look like from the back. I said, I don't have to see what I look like from the back. That's one of the beautiful things about being human. All I can see is ahead of me. They said, Beth, how long has it been since you've been to your hairdresser? I said, it's only been 13 months. They're like, it hit the fan when I said that. It hit the fan. They said, I have to go. I said, I use this root thing, you know, like on the top and the little pieces in the front. They said, the back of your head looks like you're wearing a deranged yarmulke. I'm like, a deranged yarmulke? They're like, what would you prefer me saying? A beret? A deranged beret? I'm like, no. No, I prefer you don't say anything. They said, Beth, we've been talking about this for months. I'm like, months? Oh, oh, I don't like hidden agendas. And they said, well, we gave you many hints. It wasn't that hidden. I was like, the back of my head? They said, yes, make a call for help, a cry for help, do whatever it takes. I was like, wow. They're like, Beth, no kidding. It's got to happen. You can't go around like this. It's eight inches long. I'm like, whoa, it's all white. I'm like, back there, really? They're like, yes, yes. It's beyond any help. There is nothing that can help you now. You need to call your hairdresser. So I did, I just did right now. Brian, we've been together for 20 years. His phone's disconnected. He's left me. I think he's in Colorado with Diane, my editor at large. I'm like, I talked to Diane. This is just a segue. I talked to her about money. I said, I will give you 60 seconds, 60 seconds a minute, 60 minutes an hour. Will you accept my offer? She said, get lost. I can't find her. 
She's in Colorado. Now Brian's in Colorado. I don't know what I'm doing wrong with people, but it's something. So then I was thinking, I, I tried, I'll try to call Marty. Maybe he came back from Seattle. Marty was my first hairdresser for 25 years. I can't find him. He's the man who told me the greatest, I should needlepoint this on a pillow. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you bitter. Sage words, just brilliant. He's gone. I guess he's still in Seattle. So this is so pathetic. I have to go dating. I have to go hairdresser dating. And I hate this. It's not going to be easy for me to find someone who I want to see once every 13 months. And with Brian, we were down to once every five months. And he told me, as long as you do one thing for me, you may tell people where you got your hair done for the first two months. But after that, if somebody says, where did you get your hair done? You cannot use my name ever. I followed the rules and he's still gone. And he didn't tell me where he went. That relationship went down the drain. So I will let you know what happens. This is going to be worse than finding a plumber. My lady Chatterley's plumber. That was, that was one of the best relationships I ever had in my life. Now I've got to go back to the drawing board with this shameful hair. That's going to make every hairdresser go next, leave, bye. Oh, I've got myself in a jam and I don't know if I can get out. I really don't. I don't know what to do. So I will, but the thing is with home and bathrobe magazine, we persevere. We do have to leave the home sometimes. So I will figure this out. I might be able to find some hairdresser in Dimebox, Texas. Maybe I'll have to go to somebody that's an hour and a half out of the city who is used to seeing, um, you know, ranchers. Ranchers get their hair done once every 13 months. I'll go up to, uh, I'll go up to West Texas and get my hair done. All right, that's the plan. I will let you know what happens next month beauty section of the magazine. Okay. Not, that's not that good. Let's move on. Garden section. Yes. To fight depression by a flowering plant in a pot. David bought me this red mandervilla, M-A-N-D-E-R-V-I-L-L-A, deep red flowering vine plant in a hanging pot. The unbelievable thing is this makes a great cutting flower. I brought some in, put them in a vase, and they've been blooming happily for six and a half days. Change the water once a day, takes me two and a half seconds. And this thing, I can't stop looking at it. It gives me hope. I've never seen cut flowers behave like this. One of the blossoms opened up in my kitchen. Buy yourself a plant. And this is, this is kind of pricey, worth it, way worth it beats the heck out of petunias. Petunias will let you down. Always. Okay, here's the adult entertainment section of the magazine. And I don't mean that kind of adult entertainment. I mean Jane Seymour. I watch the show. I watch shows all the time. This one was great. It's called Harry Wilde. It's her show. She plays a 71-year-old sleuth that lives in Dublin. She's amazing. She's not, this is not your mom's Miss Marple. It is not. She has the funniest relationship with her son. It's hysterical. They are so cute together. And her daughter-in-law, 
and her granddaughter. She's herself. She doesn't have to be meepy and, oh, thank you for inviting me and all that. She's herself. She doesn't change. And she wears sensible shoes. In one scene, she wears a tiny pair of high heels that are manageable. She's not pretending. She's not wearing stilettos for two and a half seconds. I think she might have bunions. I'm not sure. But she's, she's so cute. She's got long hair and she wears sensible shoes and she's funny and she's talented. And whenever everybody deals with her, they're just dealing with another person. They're not dealing with this spry, fun old lady. She is amazing. It's the best thing I've ever seen in our age group. Okay, so the end of the magazine is tragic. Things I know for sure. This is really hard for me because the older I get, the less I know. The let my track record, like things I said 20 years ago are backfiring. Marriages I said were good. Things I told people to do. I look at my record, I'm like, I'm not giving any more advice. I just ask people what they want to do, what they think they should do. And they're the best judge and I support them. So I don't really know anything, but one thing I'm sure of is it's going to get hot. May's coming. This is my last, my last happiness because I hate sweating. I hate when my hair sweats. I hate everything about sweating and I sweat for months on end in Texas. It's just horrible. I hate it. So I'm trying as hard as I can to enjoy the cool weather. Maybe it's called mindfulness. I don't know, but I'm doing it every single second. And my mantra is you're not sweating yet. You're not sweating yet. Don't sweat the small stuff. You're not sweating yet. Enjoy everything because you're going to be sweating for four months and it's changed my perspective. Nothing. Everything's a little tiny bit better because I'm not sweating. So I don't know if you can find something like that for yourself, but it's there. And especially if I feel full, if I've eaten and I'm not hungry, if I'm not hungry and I'm not sweating and I'm not too tired, that's the best day ever, 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 ever. I've lowered my standards to the point where I can be happy. And this is what I'm doing for my sanity now. And I'm not upset. They're lower. So what? They're right where they should be. I overshot it. This is where happiness lies for me. The bar is really, really low and I'm not sweating yet. So see if you can figure out something like that for yourself. It's cheap. It's doable. And that's what I've got. Like next month, the June magazine, when you hear my voice, I'm going to be like, oh, hello. That's what happens, but I'm not sweating yet. So I'm happy. I'm sane. I want that for you. Just let's keep going. Keep your bathrobe right by your side. Be prepared. And I will be back next month. Thanks. Bye-bye.